Welcome to the Truth About Dentistry podcast. I am Dr. Peggy Bound, a successful solo dental practice owner in St. John, New Brunswick. After years of figuring out how I wanted to practice, I now run a fully digital clinic providing my own brand of dentistry on my own terms. It wasn't easy and I'm still learning, but I know I have so much knowledge to share. This podcast is created to help inspire young dentists or anyone looking to transition to a more digital practice. I aim to give you actionable step-by-step strategies to help you navigate the modern dentistry landscape. If you're looking to become more digital, improve your skills, or even have a more profitable practice, then this podcast is for you. Now let's get started. All right, welcome back everyone. Today I wanna talk to you about something that's pretty important, especially if you own a clinic or if you're part of a clinic and you're a doctor and you want your new team members to have a great experience and you want them to be the most effective and you know, maybe like efficiently integrated type of team member that you could possibly have. So we're talking about team onboarding. So this is particularly relevant in my, my clinic, but because of the number of team members, we've actually onboarded four so far in the last year, and we have a fifth um, new team member being onboarded in August. I thought it was really relevant because, you know, the way you start a relationship with a new team member and the expectations that you set are really going to help set you up for success or, again, a great working relationship. The new team member will be able to integrate faster if you give them the right tools and if you're really deliberate I guess I guess and intentional about the onboarding process instead of sort of like welcome aboard you know bon chance and there's some things that I wanted to share with you today that will help you also onboard a new team member it starts of course with an orientation just the way they come in you've you've already allowed them to I would you know, think uh, in most practices will allow them to shadow and just make sure they're a right fit. And looking at, um, you know, before you even hire them and I'm sort of backtracking a little bit, but before you even hire them, making sure that their personality and their, just some of their values and things like that kind of jive with the practice. So they have to have those sort of essential elements because those are things of course that we cannot train for and we cannot really change. And that's something that just has to come naturally and you have to try to identify that because as good as they look on paper in a resume, they just may not be a good fit for your clinic. So you wanna really make sure that that is established um, before you ever you know, give them even a probationary work um, period of any kind. So if your clinic has a policy manual or some sort of um, guidelines as to what's expected just to be a team member, you know, how, how we behave in certain situations, what are certain things you do, let's say you have to call in uh, sick to work or something like that, you know what the protocol is. And, um, and typically in the past, I've given the team member the actual policy manual and said, listen, like read through this if you have any questions. But a more recent suggestion would have been, would be uh, that we kind of sit with them while they're reading through that policy manual and just really make sure we're answering questions in real time. And that also confirms that they're, they've actually read it. And I mean, if they start to show signs or like questioning a lot of things that they just feel like are really wrong or just wouldn't suit them, that's a great way to know early on whether or not they're going to be a good fit. And then of course, you know, once you're sure that you're going to hire them, you do, you should have a actual legal contract with your team members so that again, the expectations, the job descriptions there 
their understanding of, you know, what the rules to play by are uh, in addition to that policy manual. And a lot of times, you know, a, a good employment law, employment lawyer uh, will, you know, if you ever get into a scuff with a, with a team member, they're going to say, well, do you have an employee contract? So those are really important things that, um, you know, are really good to help that team member know what uh, the boundaries are and what's expected and, you know, how much you're going to be paid, how vacation pay, how our vacation will work and some so on and so forth. And, you know, maybe what you're going to offer as, as bonuses or you're going to help supply or provide some of their CE and those types of things can be in those contracts. So getting them off to a start where, you know, like this is a business arrangement. We, we don't want it to be so formal that they feel like you're not, you don't care. Um, and I think it from being from Atlantic Canada and the Maritimes, you know, everything's just so, you know, you know, trust on a handshake, but ultimately you should be protecting yourself and you should be, um, clear with the new employee or new team member about what the, you know, expectations are and what is really, uh, going to be, you know, part of this agreement from a legal standpoint. Now, before a team member really jumps into the job and and depending on what the job is, I mean, if it's a hygienist, they're going to be working on their own. If it's an assistant, they're going to be under the the eyes, eye for watch of of a dentist because they're working so closely together. But it could be a receptionist. I mean, either way, these new team members, the amount of time that you invest in training them um, from a standpoint where they're not actually expected to do all the work. So that would be um, training as in just shadowing another team member, uh, showing them different things. And I don't mean just shadowing the exact position they're going to be doing, but maybe shadowing all the team members uh, and so that they have a good understanding of what's happening in the clinic as a whole, because if they're just sort of only get the shadowing experience, uh, in the field or in this small area that they're going to be responsible for, that can really kick you in the end because they may start telling patients incorrect information. I mean, every team member I think has something to offer to, you know, help educate a new team member and help them feel, it just builds that relationship with them. They get to know them, they learn more about them. And then, you know, we are all working together better. So a lot of shadowing. And I mean, depending on the position, depending on the level of experience of the new team member, that shadowing can last anywhere from, you know, a week, uh, to a month, even if, if it had to be, it just depends on what it is. And I also encourage, you know, like just one-on-one feedback. So it could be the end of the day, it could be a lunch hour. We sit with the new team member and say, well, like, how was your morning? What kind of questions do you have? You can't always, always answer those questions when, we're in front of the patient or, or whatnot. So I'll encourage a new team member to take a little notepad with them and pen. I'll supply them with that and with guidance as to how their day is going to roll, who they're going to spend the day with. And then they can write down all their questions, make all their notes. And then we can meet with them, let's say one-on-one, either at the end of the week, it could be the end of a couple of weeks, could be in the middle of, you know, uh, on a lunch hour or whatever, so that we can really gauge how they're doing, what kinds of questions they have, and really show that we care about them becoming a, a very helpful and, you know, efficient team member on the, on the, on the whole. Now, something that we recently um, started doing, which is going to become, I guess, part of our like new team member integration package, if you will, is we started recording and documenting every 
thing that we do in the clinic. So it could be like how we answer the phone. It could be how we talk to patients when we're using, you know, the, the iTero scanner. It could be how we explain to them how we're going to take a pan. Uh, everything should have a little video attached to it. And you create what's called a video training manual. And that, that is going to be right now we're working on that with our clinic. And I think it's going to be really transformative because you know, when we don't, we have a new team member in the middle of the day, in the middle of our busy day, we don't have time as team members. We're already working on patients to either train, but we also are going to miss a lot of things. We're going to be like, oh, we just assumed they knew that. But if we have this video training manual on every type of thing that we do in the clinic, then that new team member can be given uh, time to sit and watch these videos, make questions and answers, or even watch them in their free time, uh, you know, after they go home and just have more time to digest what's going on. And I think this is going to be really key. And I suggest any clinic, if you can make the time to do this to just with the iPhone, just record short clips of how we explain things to patients, how we interact, how we, you know, again, set up the the pan machine. So then let's say the new team members doing that for themselves for the first time, they can just go to the little library of the video and then they don't have to ask someone every time, or they can review it again. If they had trouble with it in the day, um, they can be like, Oh, I've got to go. I've got to go back and look at that because I really want to make sure I know it well. So I think that is going to be, um, a really helpful thing and help you then going forward onboard new team members faster than you ever could have before. Now to build on that, I think it's great though, if the team member, depending on what area they're in, maybe it's a hygienist, assistant, receptionist, even the dentist, you, they have some sort of senior person on the team that creates like sort of like their go-to person. So they're not always asking the dentist everything or whatnot, but someone on the, on the team is sort of in a more uh, like been there longer, uh, type of role who can be checking in with them and making sure that the mentoring process is going well, giving them feedback and just realizing like that, that's, that's your go-to person. Like they're going to be able to answer those questions for you. And so you could kind of think of it as a, as a buddy system or a mentorship. Uh, it also empowers the older team member or the team member, not older, but the other team member who is more senior to like, feel like, you know, I'm going to take this person on my wing. I'm going to be a mentor to them. So I think that's also, um, something that's been helpful. And one of the ways in which we do that is let's say there's downtime, we have a cancellation or whatever, and we get that team member. Okay. You're going to spend time doing specifically extra training on this one thing. So let's say it's with scanning with the iTero element, uh, we would say, okay, we're going to get the senior team member to be the patient and we'll role play so that the new team member gets an opportunity to role play and, and try doing the scan or doing the explanation of what they're going to do on. And then that team member, the senior team member who's experiencing it as a patient can give them direct real-time feedback. And again, that could be recorded as well, but generally we want the team to, role play and experience like how they're doing so that they can just get better faster. And that allows them to be, um, you know, kind of get their wings, uh, earlier in the game. And that's how the onboarding will just be much more effective and will be a happier, uh, I guess, outcome for both the patients and the, re the other team members as well. So there's two more things I want to talk about. One is we do, um, about four or five times a year, we do what are called training days. So these are not like monthly team meetings, but they're 
uh, training days where we have at least two hours, can be up to three hours set aside. Now in our clinic, it's starting at, usually it could be 7.30 in the morning till 9.30, or again, it could be up till 10 o'clock from eight to 10, whatever. And we have a specific agenda. So it might be we're all learning to be better communicators. So we might be all learning how to better, you know, use the intro scanning, or we might be, um, going into little breakouts where, you know, the receptionists are going to learn something more specific about Dentrix. And then the hygienists are going to learn a little bit more about how to communicate to patients about advanced perio. So it doesn't all have to be the whole team listening to one thing and getting trained on one thing, but you want to go into these team training days with um, a plan. Now this is for the doctor or for the clinic is considered, you know, time that you're spending money, not making money. Right. But I, you know, I think for anybody to, to understand, you know, a little bit of education or can go so far into making the clinic become more efficient, which will end up being much more productive in the end. And unfortunately, a lot of dentists are not willing to, you know, shut down the clinic so that their team can be trained, but it's really valuable. And having an agenda, having somebody on the team who can organize that training, set it up for you and say, okay, when the buzzer goes, and we've done this with not just buzzers, but we've done it with music, and just have like little fun ways to make it uh, more interesting is everybody knows where they should be and they're going to do little breakouts or we're going to be all together at the end of the morning or at the beginning of the morning talking about one particular thing. And it really has made a huge difference and I think it's really valuable. The last little bit of insight I would give would be that, you know, it's really great to set a new employee up with sort of the expectation like look in six weeks we're going to check in we're going to have a little formal meeting we're going to be these are the areas that we're going to be evaluating you on we want to give you feedback we're going to be giving you feedback daily but we want to have something on record that we do so so that they know that that that's happening and they don't worry when they see oh they want to meet with me but they knew that that was going to be coming anyway that's how we do it in our clinic and then we do like a three-month check-in and because with our new employees we do what's called a six month probationary period. Um, we really don't want to wait to that six months mark to, you know, suddenly tell them that they're not a good fit or that, you know, tell them things that they need to autocorrect that, that we could have helped them with before. So all along the way, we are giving them feedback, but by that six month probationary period being up, unless something catastrophic has, you know, changed or we're really the, the person's just someone who we didn't think always gives us that opportunity to like walk and, you know, go our separate ways, but generally by then they know how well they're doing, but it, there is a little bit more of a formal, you know, review. And then you can do uh, annual reviews after that. But those early days, you want to be able to be giving feedback as much as possible and, you know, having quick little meetings and making sure you're correcting any behaviors or giving them applause uh, when they are doing really great. So it goes both ways, but I think just that whole communication, making sure that that the team understands that we're all part of bringing this new person on, not just the dentist, not just the, you know, one of the team members who's, who's in their area of, of study, but to just make sure it's a collaborative thing and that they feel welcome and they are given the right tools to make their, um, their career with you a success and they're more likely to stay. And that's ultimately what you want. You really don't want to be doing this. It takes a lot of energy and time to onboard and to keep, you know, to, to onboard a new team member. So the less our turnover and things like that, that you can have the happier life you'll have as a dentist. So my tip of the day is about the training days. Now, as I said, 
we do these, you know, team training events that are like two to three hours, usually in a morning when we're all very fresh and it's like four or five times a year. But another great little way to team train would be to, for example, especially with hygienists, to think about having the entire day where you have patients booked with that type of procedure or certain types of procedures that you want the new team member to see more of. So strategically, one thing that we did um, back in March was to book what's called a perio training day. So we had our senior hygienists and we had our two younger hygienists um, really like strategically put patients who, who had periodontal disease, who needed uh, quadrant and full arch debridement it's on a maybe a difficult, more difficult level than what they would normally feel comfortable with, where the senior uh, hygienist was free, was not booked, and then the patients were booked only with the newer hygienist. And that senior hygienist was able to go into the room, talk to the patient and the hygienist about how they approached, how they would approach the therapy, how they would talk to the patient, how they would actually scale, fine tune their technique, because very hard for hygienists to get away and go to a school of advanced training and something like perio. So that's just one thing that we did, but I mean, it can be on any topic, it can be an Invisalign day, perio day, it can be uh, root, you know, could have a whole, if you're training a, a new associate, it could be whole day where you're booked, you know, you and the associate are working on root canals and you're really fine tuning and you're just like, almost like expediting their knowledge and and because it's repetitive and you're learning it all day the same thing all day long it's it's a very quick it's a good way to very learn very quickly how to master some of these more difficult techniques so i hope that helps thank you so much for listening i really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to to listen to this podcast and again hopefully i inspired you in some way if you feel this was helpful or you have any colleagues that you think would really maybe enjoy some some of the content like this we're going to be here every week and i would so appreciate it if you would subscribe to my channel and also share this little discovery of this new podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you do want to reach me, you can certainly find me through my social media channels, Dr. Peggy Bound or Peggy Bound Dentistry, and or you can reach me on my email, peggy at smilesbybound.com.